Hello, everybody, and welcome to Show Hoppers, The Old Man, Season 1, Episode 3. I, I, I. And that's supposed to be the three Roman numerals, like the three slashes. I'm Kurt, joined by my former high school teacher, Mr. Sal. Uh, hold on. My name is just a sound you make in my presence. Oh, so it, it doesn't matter. It's ethereal. It's, it's hoo-ha. <laughs> there you go. No, I could be Mr. Sal. I could be some. I could be Joe Jabibi. Doesn't matter. I'm still me. I don't know the reference. No, there's no reference. Oh, <laughs> Joe okay. Jabibi uh, was the the generic name that my 12th grade social studies teacher used to use when he was giving an example. <laughs> Joe Jabibi. Joe Jabibi walks into the store for some guns and butter. <laughs> I don't know. Whatever. I like that. That's good. That's a good take. Well. Mr. Sal, let's go and try to see if we can guess each other's ratings. Ratings. Mr. Sal, you've been loving the old man. I've been loving the old man. The Emmy-nominated old man. Jeff Bridges. Yes. I'm, I'm a little disappointed that that's like the only acting nomination and, and it didn't get nominated for, for Best Drama either. But at least Jeff Bridges got a nomination. That's pretty cool. Yeah, good for him. Good for him. And we'll see if he deserves this as we continue to the series. I mean, so far, I'd say he has. Absolutely. He's done a great job as the role. But has the great retrain come to an end, Mr. Sal? Have we decided? I should say more you. I'm trying to guess you. I know what I've decided. But how does this episode stack up? How is it now? Have we been spoiled or, is, or are we still yet to peak? I think you loved the episode still. Great episode throughout. You have no real big complaints. You're a big fan of seeing Peter... Dan, Johnny, all the things I'm going to be calling him throughout the episode. <laughs> I think you loved seeing those parts. I think you, you liked seeing Angela as Emily. Uh, the past where we see, I forgot her name when they said it. I think they said it in the episode. So I uh, yeah, Abby. I, yeah, I've been <laughs> I calling know. her Abby. Because I looked at IMDb and it says Abby there. So I was like, oh, whatever. So I don't I know. say Abby. That, but I think they said her name during the episode, but. Abby, I think I, I, I think you like seeing that. Maybe they didn't. I might just be so. I think you like. I think you like seeing all that. Um, but compared to the previous episodes, I don't. I think this is. You know what? Actually, I think I I think because this arguably has less scenes than last episode, and you there are last so few out. scenes. So I think you lapped it up like a like a kitten to milk. I think you gave it a ten. I only counted twelve scenes. There's very few numbers. <laughs> that's, that's a really small number. It is a shorter episode than the previous two, though. It's about mm-hmm. 15 minutes shorter than episode two. So I think okay. you give it a 10. That's All right. Okay. Down. That's what I land down on. Uh, it sounds to me like you didn't like it as much as last week. I, I mm-hmm. think that last week, I think, is the gold standard for you. Um, I I do remember when we covered the pilot, you originally were on a nine and. I think you you bumped it up to a ten eventually, so I th- I feel like you're kind of in that territory with this episode. I think you really did enjoy, um, pretty much everything. I I think maybe the only complaint you might have is there's t- twelve scenes. I mean, Jeff Bridges is only in maybe three of them. He's he's he is not as present in this episode as he has been. So I think maybe that might be the one. Ding! You give this up. I think you, you you're giving your first nine here. Wow, you got me spot on. That was that was exactly <laughs> how I feel. I was like, this is still a great episode, but like my my only knock, 
Not enough of the old man. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. I mean, there, I mean, there, there's a lot of them in flashback, but that's not Jeff Bridges. So. Yeah, it's not Jeff Bridges. That's, that's not yeah. the man I love. Yeah, I mean, I would bet that flashback Johnny has more lines and maybe even more screen time than current like Peter. Yeah. In this episode. Yeah, because there's there's like the one like him and Zoe. He mm-hmm. shoots down the drone, and then we see him drive the car. Yeah, there's not. Ver- You're right. There's yeah. <laughs> yeah, and even in the scene with him and Zoe, half the scene, he's just sitting there listening to her talk on the phone. And- yeah, he does not so- have as many lines. So yeah, you know, you're definitely right. That and that, like I said, that that was my one knock on the episode. Yeah. Was not enough of the old man. I thought I thought that might be the case. Um, I did but- still give this a ten. You got me. yeah. Uh, okay. So, uh, I I. Definitely don't like it as much as episode two. I I, I expected that. I should have said that. Episode two is is the gold standard for me as far as I'm concerned. Uh, I I have to do some thinking about where I land on it relative to episode one. I I remember the first time I watched episode one, I did not like it as much as I did once I thought about it some more. And watched it a second time. Um, This episode, I kind of loved even the first time through so i probably land on this being my second favorite episode so far uh second only to episode two uh but i'll have to think about that some more but yeah i definitely gave this a 10 i loved it i i loved i don't want to talk too much about the individual scenes um the the only i think the only thing that holds this back from being on a level with episode two is i'm not as I'm not as interested in seeing this much flashback as I am in seeing like the, the ratio that they gave us in episode two, or that would we have one scene of flashback in each of the previous two episodes, actually. I think that's kind of the, I I think that's kind of the sweet spot. I think it was only one in both. No, you're right. Yeah. Yeah. No, you're right. I think it was. Yeah. So I I think that's the sweet spot for this series. If they did give us like one episode or one scene of flashback, um, this one had what? At least two, maybe three. That is definitely true. That's three. It feels like a bit of exposition, which is fine. Oh, I'm, it's fine. But, it's fine that it's exposition. I, I don't. I don't mind yeah. that. That's kind of the point of flashback. It so, is. It is. It is. Yeah. But it's a little much. I definitely agree with that. Yeah, I, I want to know I what's going on in the present time. I'm so I'm so invested in Harold and and I'm just going to call him Dan for now. Harold and Dan and Zoe and now. Angela and even Julian I'm so invested in these people right now I like a little bit of the backstory not this much though so uh that's my only criticism of the episode um but I still give it a 10 because what the flashbacks are still good and what happens in the present day is is I think just top-notch it was really good so yeah fair i I can't argue with that. I think I, I think you see where I'm coming from. So, I do. I do. What, I, what if, I, and and I know like for a lot of people, even a lot of critics, like Jeff Bridges is the reason this this series has been successful. Like a lot of critic reviews that I've read have said, yeah, it's a it's a decent story. It's basically just a spy thriller though. But Jeff Bridges now, he's worth the price of admission. <laughs> like, and that played out in the Emmy nominations. It did not get nominated for Best Series, but he did get nominated for Best Actor. So, yeah. I get it. Fair. Yeah. Well, 
definitely interested to see how the series goes. As we've kind of highlighted almost a storyline for watching the series. Critics love it. It dies down as the people watch it. The least rated episode <laughs> is the finale. Yeah. We'll see. We'll see. Are we the critic are we with the critics or are we with the people? I, I so far, I think we're with the critics, but so far. Potentially. But so, yeah. Let's yes. see. Can, can can we see if we can try to guess each other's favorite scenes? I'd love to. Favorite scenes. So we both just chatted about how much we love Jeff Bridges. I think, I think your favorite. I mean, Jeff Bridges is, is not the only actor that I love in this. I mean, yeah, I, I'm pretty Jeff sure I Bridges. gave Zoe my you favorite did. character last week. So you did. No, you definitely did. I, I still, I think your favorite scene is. Speaking of which, the Zoe. And as I named him for this one, Peter scene, when right after she's eaten some of her eggs, it's a rather long one. Um, but, you know, Peter basically tells her to come run away with him. And then we get the phone call with Emily. So I think that. Okay. Scene. Uh, and I guess that for you as well. I, I think that you, I, if, if your one criticism of the episode is not enough Jeff Bridges, you're going to probably pick the scene where there's the most Jeff Bridges and that's the scene. So yeah, that one. I kind of, yeah, yeah. I kind of played my hand there. Didn't, yeah. That is my favorite scene. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. And it's mine it, too. Yeah. yeah okay. I mean, I, yeah. I saw that. I was like, this is clearly the best scene. I, I'd well, be surprised if you had another angle. When, when, when you got a 52 minute episode and 12 of those minutes are in one scene. Like, <laughs> it is a very long scene. I remember I saw how long the scene I was like, this scene's still going. Yeah. It's, it's, it's 12, it's 12 be... minutes long. It's, I'm not exaggerating. That's how long it is. It's, it's unbelievable. And, and it's such a, it's, such a cool there's so much that happens from the beginning to the end it's like such a dynamic scene even though it's it's all in one place with just these two people and a phone it's when, so dynamic because it starts with this kind of afterglow of the of the morning after for, for mm-hmm. these two right uh and i i do love the setup here with zoe talking about how people see you one way and that's how how they want to see you, mm-hmm. right? But then, eventually, they start to know the other you, and she, and, and <laughs> literally has he's about to go. I mean, to her. really, it's, it's it's a really cool transition because it does really apply to both of them. But you know, it, which is she says that her son now thinks of her as someone who isn't worth the trouble. Oh. So, and, and I mean, these things, everything she says must hit so hard on his heart <laughs> because he knows he's about to come clean uh or hurt her or both <laughs> so uh, and and he's worried about exactly this about her thinking that he won't be worth the trouble and uh, it's 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 really cool because he transitions right into you know I've got to go so it it's this really romantic afterglowy scene and then it transitions to a potential breakup scene. Oh, by the way, you know I yeah, love breakups. You scene. love break. You love sadness. <laughs> yeah, <Especially> breakups. <laughs> breakups are the best. So, um, yeah, <laughs> in entertainment, I don't like going through them. I'm saying so, I love yeah. breaking up with people. <laughs> I do not like going through them. But uh, anyway, brief diversion. Mm-hmm. Would you rather be broken up with or do the breaking up? We've, we've talked about this, but we haven't talked about it on this podcast. Mm-hmm. Breaking up with someone. You'd rather break up with them? Now I would, yeah. Oh, no. Maybe me. when I was young, when I when I was <laughs> younger, I probably would rather have been broken up with. Yeah. But now I because 
because if you're breaking up with someone, you've kind of already coped with the idea of like, yeah, I don't want to be, like, we shouldn't be together anymore. Right. But yeah. if you get broken up with, it depends. Like maybe you could tell yeah. there's writing on the wall that it's going to happen. Yeah. But it can also be a little bit like, ah, oh, you know, it, it, it is like a, it is a hurtful thing. So. Yeah. Yeah. I just I, really I, bad at breaking up with people. I, I, it's, I, it's hard. It's hard. Yeah. yeah. It's, it, there's, uh, there's never a good way. <laughs> no. And, uh, you know, so, so, Peter does here try to not break up with Zoe <laughs> by inviting her to come with him to Montana, uh, which, I mean, she kind of laughs it off and, and that's, that's expected. She's, she's got a life. She's got this house. She's got her kids. She's got to go to the bank. Like, I get it. It would be hard. It would be hard for her to just pick up and move, but. She says, yeah, we'll think about it during over lunch, but he can't because he's got to go. And I do love the way he reveals himself to her as well. So, you know, you, you lied to the police last night. Why would you lie to the police? Why would you protect me? Why would you feel like you need to protect me from the police? So he, he kind of points out that she's maybe known all along. Yeah. <laughs> but... When he eventually does tell her, when he when he does, and it doesn't even really tell her. You know, he he says it's nothing like that. You know, I'm not dangerous. Like I it was, it was a political thing. It was a war and so forth. When he does all that, and he he says, you know, you got you got the choice. And and I love that he gives her the choice. He gives he keeps giving her a choice right up until he doesn't anymore. <laughs> yeah, at the very end. So, yeah, but um, he keeps giving her a choice. Um, but the the way that he frames the choice to not go with him is he just tells them the truth that I I came here and I lied to you and then I was gone and you know that's the thing that she can't she can't tolerate the fact that he lied to her you, know, you lied to me right um, that's I mean that's that's kind of a neither here nor there type thing is as far as from from his perspective but for her that means a lot because w what she goes on to point out is that you're going to leave and none of this is going to impact you but i'm going to be left with you know how stupid and lonely and desperate must i have been to not <laughs> recognize this and that's that's a really great yeah, point right. i think that's yeah. like that is like very damaging to i, I mean Someone comes she, into your life, she's head over heels for him in a way, and then yeah. learns this news and he runs off. It's like, geez. Yeah. I mean, that that is like that's scarring. It's traumatic. Like she's she's gonna have some serious trust issues and some serious self-confidence issues for from this point forward because of that. Because that one night, because you would I mean you would feel so violated, like to like you let like a, a a federal criminal into your house <laughs> and went on a date with him and that you asked him out like he didn't <laughs> he wasn't like propositioning you you asked him it's oh uh, so I, I do i do feel for her there it's really really something but anyway i'm i'm talking a lot you, why, why don't you jump in here <laughs> <laughs> well okay so what so to help convince what's the best way to convince someone when they're breaking up with you now i mean neither of us have dated to, people when we've to not kids. to not break up with i guess that this wasn't really a breakup because they were are you you're, are you saying that i've not dated someone when they had kids 
you haven't dated someone when you had kids. When I had kids, right. Yes. Okay. But the best tactic, Mr. Sal, is you put them on the phone with your kid. <laughs> <laughs> That's the best tactic. And you let your kid do all this for you, kid. Uh, so Emily, yeah, <laughs> Emily yeah. gives a great sales pitch to Zoe, though. So good. So <laughs> right? good. It was, you know, in my 18th birthday, I learned the truth, right? They live under assumed names. After a war gone wrong, and at first, at first, she was feeling a lot like how Zoe's feeling. She was scared. She couldn't trust them. They have blood on their hands. But, you know, how could she trust them? Didn't even know their real names. But as her mom pointed out to her, and it's a very fair point, a name, it's just, it's just a breath of air. It's ethereal. It doesn't matter. It's just, yeah. the meaning is not the name. It is the person the name represents. Okay? Yeah. And... This person, Peter, Dan, Johnny, whatever you want to call him, has done good. He freed her, right? He's 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 saved a lot of people, allegedly. Yeah, so he <laughs> freed her so that I could be free. Like, yeah, exactly. So yeah. that would be my freedom. And if a name is a small price to pay for that freedom, let it be. And during that, what an epic reveal to be that really was. Did, you, did you at all expect it to be Angel? No. I didn't. Yeah. No, yeah. Oh man. Sick though. I was like, oh my god. I was like, is that Angel? That's <laughs> Angela. Oh my god. A name is just a name. But I love that take, by the way, that a name is just it's such a, good a breath take. of air, right? Because a name yeah. doesn't matter. A name really shouldn't matter. Right. And and we have to remember who it's coming from. This is someone who yeah. also has an, an assumed identity here. Yes. Who is a different name than she was given. So yeah. Also confirmed she's not dead, by the way, too. So exactly. Something. So I mean we talked about that before, yep. you know, is yeah so yeah we can i can we can probably put the cognitive uh decline to rest here i think so it, yeah. it doesn't seem like that has happened to peter at least not yet but this this is interesting because angela i mean you want I, I my mind was started racing like oh my god does harold know but he, he can't because she gave him the information that emily was dead so he can't know that angela's connected to johnny but well i i still wonder if she he does somehow know but yeah i think no, i, I didn't think, think maybe that, a suspicion though, right. forming but mm -hmm. then I, I started thinking okay did she take this job because this is the job she wanted or did she take this job to be close to harold in case this ever happened that is also true yeah <laughs> is she just dan's mole is that like yeah. the her, the point of her being in this job or is this the job that she always intended to do and maybe she always intended to do it in order to keep people away from dan anyway that, it, it's so interesting. this is my mind is just racing when i see that this is angela i know i know it is a really cool reveal <laughs> that angela is emily yeah uh, I'm, I'm, I, I mean i think the other cool reveal in this episode is seeing it, when you see abby chase in the first flashback it's like, oh oh yeah that's the betrayal yeah, 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 exactly. Yes, you know the material. Yeah, it's cool. It's cool. Oh man, this uh, this, this scene was, this, this scene was like could have been its own episode as far as I was concerned. I love this scene so much. It's great. Well, I was going to ask you: Do you consider this the end of the scene? I think, or like when, the, when she when, walks up to the car when, she, when, she, scene? when she walks, when she leaves, when she leaves the door. That I think is the end of the scene. She, so she hangs up. Uh, okay, Angela, I agree with that. Okay, Angela that, hangs up with her. She gives the phone back. She says, "Don't be here when I get back." And she and leaves. leaves. That's that's the end of the scene. Okay, that's, that's what I that's what I did too. Okay, yeah, wonderful. Okay, well, yeah, that is 
Our favorite scene, like rightfully so. It's I think so it's a good. Scene. It's so good. It, it's it's like, I, first of all, I give them a ton of credit for just spending twelve minutes on one scene. I think that's <laughs> phenomenal. Good for them. Phenomenal. So, so, yeah. Second, phenomenal. <laughs> yeah. There you go. Yeah. Second of all, I give them so much credit for within that scene that's relatively should be relatively static. It is not. It is so dynamic. There are so many shifts and changes and and uh, keeping you off balance in that scene. It, it's and, and I mean, it kind of felt like a play to some extent, which I, that's fine by me. I, I love that. But it was it was everything in this episode. I loved it so much. Very good scene. But Mr. Sal, we have a new segment, a new segment, a new segment. A question, a question has been posed. Who said it? Who said it? Well, I kind of posed it as though it was like unknown, but this was your idea, actually. <laughs> <laughs> Is there anything you should? <laughs> but... I think it's, it's it's kind of funny. It was my idea, but you have to do it first. I do. Say... <laughs> That's so true, actually. <laughs> it's, it's a... <laughs> so. My explanation of Mr. Sal's idea is... Do you I, want me to explain it or do you want to... No, 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 no. Well, you correct me. Feel free to correct <laughs> okay. me if I say anything All wrong. Right. Well, I, I've got it prepared the way I have it prepared, though, which is... Uh, yeah. We'll grab some quotes. You know, we take turns hosting our podcast. I'm hosting The Old Man. I've... Uh, for this episode, I've grabbed two quotes. I'm going to read them to Mr. Sal. And these are two quotes in two different scenes. Uh, he's going to try to kind of guess what scene it is, what character said it. And I, yeah, I have a little talking point about that. Yeah, there's a reason I'm bringing up this quote with this scene. Right. So yeah. we'll and I assume you're going to avoid the scene we just spent, you know, 15 minutes. Or I ain't giving you. I ain't telling you anything. I ain't, I ain't right. giving you no hint. Right. If I if I if I if I refuse that, that's 12 minutes out. <laughs> you're, <laughs> right. you're right. It's a whole 12th right. of the episode scene wise. <laughs> well, more more than a 12. That's, that's, well, well, scene wise because it's like, only like 12. Oh, yeah. Okay. Scene wise. Yeah. You're right. Yeah. Okay. So, well, the last scene probably doesn't count because there's no no talking. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, okay. Go ahead. Hit me. All right. Uh, we'll start with this one. He's the nosiest motherfucker in the history of the CIA. <laughs> no, you're going to go back and bleep that in post, right? Oh, we'll have to see. <laughs> well, you got to let me know because I got to put the explicit label on it if you don't. <laughs> I don't worry about it. Yeah. It'll be okay. All right. Uh, that was uh, Angela saying that to Harold uh, after getting back from having bagels with uh, what was her name? It was uh, Sa- name Sally, Sally Singleton. I, Sally I didn't Singleton. think that was a real name. I thought that was just a generic, I, similar to your 12th grade teacher. <laughs> I thought she was just saying it. <laughs> hey. There's nothing wrong with alliterated names, Kurt. Yeah, especially especially when they're alliterated. Asses, yeah. So, but no. So Sally Singleton would have been the person working for the CIA who gives so Angela this information uh, that that Waters is very very nosy and nobody likes him, and uh, that's then that prompts Angela and Harold to wonder why he got put on this case. I want to be so bad at this. Oh, yeah, yeah. No. I mean, yeah, that, that's exactly it. That's spot on. Okay. I, mean, I did pick a pretty good quote for that. And the only reason I want to bring this up as well, the scene, is I love the irony of, of it. Because this scene comes right after the fact. We learn Angela's identity, right? Is that yes. Right? yes. And which really puts us in another light. It's 
a form of irony. We haven't talked about that in a while. Is it situational? Is it dramatic? I don't remember the difference. Well, but it is a form of irony here because both characters have incomplete information, yeah. right? Harold thinks, you know, he knows all the stuff that Angela doesn't, but Angela knows the stuff that Harold doesn't. They both kind of have their own real end goals in mind. They're actually pretty similar end goals. They want Dan to get away. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> for for different reasons, and for, and and they don't know that they yeah. have, even though they're both trying to pretend like they want Dan caught. Exactly, they, they both want it away. If they were more open about it, it'd help them both out. But yeah, yeah, <laughs> Harold's got a great line uh, when they once they kind of wondered why Waters is put on this case. He says there are no rules to this game. It's, so you know, he he kind of chides her a little bit you're playing the game of a cop you're thinking like a cop but there are no yeah. rules to yeah. this game so you're trained like a cop trying to solve all the puzzles but here yep. no 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 each puzzle just leads to more puzzles yeah and another and... cool thing about this scene is how intimate the two of them are you know she she says that she she hasn't been to the movies since chip which so we we learn harold's son's name chip you know and and it's been even longer since Harold's been to the movies, but the point is she hasn't been over to the house in a while. So I don't, so Angela wasn't, I assume romantically involved with Chip because no, Chip, his wife died too. I thought so too. So yeah. So, uh, but they were obviously very close, close enough that Angela would have been maybe over to the house with Chip to, to visit. And Harold is inviting her back into his home once they've got this all done and over with, which now that we know that she's dad's daughter just is like wow she's she is like the ultimate spy for him he really is like or she really is <laughs> there could be nobody better <laughs> this is amazing yeah so uh, you you have to wonder how much angela is actually invested in her relationship with harold and how much is it an act to keep her father safe and that's exactly what i'm wondering like there's I, I could buy to the, like an effect that she does care about Harold. I do. Yeah. You know, when push comes to shove, Dan number one. And you know what? She may know that he wants Dan to escape. Yeah. Yeah. That, I mean, she might understand the incentive structure. Like, yeah. He, he helped free my mom <laughs> with Dan. Yeah. 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 All right. Well, I'm one for one, Kurt. Hit me again. Hit me with the second one. You hear whispering in the hills. She is the one who whispers. Ah, that's Faraz Hamzad saying that to Johnny after Johnny talks about how he's been hearing whispers that Faraz is the right person to put an end to this war with Russia. And uh, Johnny has just told Faraz Hamzad, I can't remember if it was this scene or the previous scene, that, you know, there's, there's this scene. That, that, that uh, you know, so this is this is how Russia's going to fall. And the person who makes it fall needs to not just be some puppet of the CIA. It needs to be the right person who can meet the moment. And that's you. I've been hearing this with these whisperings of, of this in the hills. And this is for us as Amzad saying, yeah, you've been hearing the whispers. She's the one who whispers. And that's his wife, which is. About to Abby be Chase. about to be da- uh, Johnny's wife. Did you put a ring on it for us? <laughs> I, I would assume so, but I uh, think he maybe. has. They call yeah. her wife. Yep. So yeah. Uh, 
Yeah, it seems. I, I so, hope those quotes are fair. I didn't do too obscure of quotes. No, those are not possibly. obscure at all. I, I, <laughs> no. I'm, uh, I'm afraid I'm going to be much harder on you than you were on me. Really? I see. I don't think I would get any harder than that. I think I could get <laughs> both of these if you gave them to me. I don't yeah. think I would get much more obscure than this. Okay. All right. We'll see that. So, so know that if you want, if you're trying to stop me, it won't be difficult for you. That's all <laughs> okay. I'll say. But no, I mean. And the only thing I, I've already talked about it with this scene, the big reason why I chose this, I just wanted to mention the fact, right? I mean, this is where you see the betrayal. <laughs> yeah. You see, you see, the first time we ever see a depiction of Faraz in person, mm-hmm. right? And the relationship seems pretty good. He seems to trust Johnny a lot, but where's the betrayal? Oh. Yeah. It's very yeah. good. I like that. Like I said, I, I, I kind of wish for this episode, I, I think you're right, there, there's a little too much flashback. I yeah. wish, like, this this could have been like the only maybe a little bit more past this but like this is a really good flashback yeah i mean i don't i don't know how much i don't know how necessary the other flashbacks were like this uh there were were there four flashbacks in this episode so there's definitely so there's there's the other one when he's doing the laundry with abby there's definitely one when he's doing the sniper rifle part because it cuts back and we hear like them debating is there a fourth? I don't think there. Are. I think it's only no. I, I think I was thinking of this scene as two different scenes because it no, starts right. with him coming into the like Faraz's cooking, which by the way, Faraz is cooking for his men. Yeah, and his sister, which I think is a really cool touch. Like here, this this guy is he's the leader, but he's cooking for his people because it's a very intimate and important act cooking for someone is a sign of love it's a sign of regard you know we've seen we saw it obviously in centaur world food comes from love but we saw it a lot in mrs davis too it was like the, the concept of cooking for someone is is a big deal so i love that they showed us this um and then johnny comes in and, and probably has the the rifles <laughs> probably Prob- probably so, but they all kind of laugh at him, and and, and Faraz even one, wonders why he's why he came back, why he's still here at all. The CIA doesn't even want him here, and this is where we get uh, Johnny's basically declaration of solidarity with Faraz Hamzad, independent of the CIA, and his introduction to Abby. Exciting times, and I think the best flashback. Yeah, I mean, we take the other two. They're kind of just showing, at least to me, Abby's distrust. Yeah, of him. They both so, kind of do the same thing. Yeah, like I think either you can you can kind of tie this in to this one in some way, like maybe uh-huh. we hear talk a little bit, or maybe save that for another flashback. I'm not sure. I understand they want to show that maybe there's initial distrust. Yeah, but the issue with that is. We know where the the story's gonna go between them. If we do, so it's like, <laughs> yeah. so like, I don't know how important the initial distrust is. I I I I get it. It's important for like you know story arc wise, but yeah, we know how the plot ends. So I, I yeah. get the journey's more important than the destination. I, but in this case, I don't know. I think, and we'll talk about them more. But I think the yeah. last flashback is probably more important than the middle one. Yeah, we'll see. Uh, I I don't really even remember what all happened in the middle one, but I remember the, middle the last one's a lot one. shorter. Yeah. yeah, the the middle, the last one, the middle was them the, just arguing in like the living room, kind of. Right. The last but one's John that, and Abby talking one on one, and we get a little more of her past. That and that's her that's the meat that I that I, I think agree. is 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 useful to us. So true. So all right, well, all right. 
I'm glad. Our first time. Who said it? Good two, for two. two for two. Two for two. I don't like if you're keeping score. Now I think you're going to keep score. I but you're going to give me the hardest ones. You're, you're going to keep the hardest ones for me. And I'm going to give you these layup ones. The, <laughs> you're going to give like, me the most. You're, you're going to give me. Ahem. Where in the episode did someone say ahem character? Okay. <laughs> no, I, well, I could tell you like what I what I would have given you for this one. Oh yeah, shoot. So so that might help you. I would have said now are you, um sometimes I, I ask sometimes I ask ask questions for an answer, sometimes I ask for a reaction. And sometimes I just wanted to watch the billiard balls bounce around for a while. Oh, you see that? So, That's okay, Harold to Raymond. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, there you go. Good. And then and then I probably would have also done um let's see physically chemically they're identical i, I don't know to make life interesting oh julian to his grandma yeah, all there right there you go okay, so maybe i, I would have been that bad okay yeah so, right. so there we go all right fair enough but i am gonna mark down that i was two for two that's fair you can do that i think there is very little in life more satisfying than the sound of a pencil scratching on paper. I love no, it. I think it's good. I think it's good. Sound. <laughs> the iconic for a teacher. All right. Well, <laughs> without further ado, then let's get into the recap. Okay. Speaking of Julian calling his grandma, that's exactly yeah. what's going on at the bus stop, right? Uh-huh. Got her some generic drugs. I don't know how looking forward to it she is. Uh, he's on the phone. Lady with crutches comes by. He helps her onto the bus, but he gets a call from someone else, and he's going to have to take the other bus because this is the hitman, right? It's the call <laughs> from Harper at the end of last episode, which is yeah. so cool. That, this oh. episode was beginning, and I was like, what's going on here? And I'm like, I know. Okay, like what, what, what exactly is going on? And then... Uh, the the second he takes the other call, he goes, "Oh wait, I gotta, I, I gotta, t- I'll take the next bus." I was like, "Wait," <laughs> and then it was, it was hard because he answers call. it the same way that he, he does. Obviously, you know, I've been expecting your call. I've been waiting for your call. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, this scene, I in and and another another episode of another television series. This could have been my favorite scene. I loved it. I love this. It's a great introduction to the character, and because again, you gotta. I've learned this more and more, maybe from his podcast, but you do got to earn stuff with mm-hmm. viewers. Like you can't just, they couldn't just never show the hitman and then the hitman shows up uh-huh. the way he did, at least, especially in the context he did, where well, like you don't even I see guess... him sneaking up on him. It's, it's, it's not as satisfying to a viewer. Imagine if we didn't get this first scene with Julian mm-hmm. and the whole episode played out the exact same, right? It would be a very unsatisfying part when he gets attacked by the hitman because you don't even know who the hitman looks like. Or like even mm-hmm. that much about the hitman, they have very little tidbits with Julian and they show the fact that he's alive. So he's yep. not done, I think. And so, yeah, go I, ahead. I, I just think with very little, they tell a whole lot and you get to earn a lot more with your viewer. Like yeah. Like you're able to do a lot more. Stuff as simple as in the first episode when Dan Chase takes that knife out of the person's pocket he shot. That gives yeah. them the earned right when he later uses it yep. to uncut zip tie it's reasonable for people to have a pocket knife on them mm-hmm. whatever but it makes it just earned enough that as a viewer you don't go oh come on it's just you know yeah absolutely it, 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 it does matter so uh, the three three big takeaways for me from this mm-hmm. scene um first of all this, did this not to you feel like the beginning of a breaking bad or better call Saul episode 
Oh, starting on a bench in the the wide shot angle. Of, the, the, starting on a yeah. bench, the wide shot angle. The characters you don't even know. Like you're like the, this is stuff that you know you're is right, going to become important later, but we don't know why it's important right now. Yeah, yeah. You're looking at it like, okay, what, what what's the angle yeah. here? No, I you're right. It. So so yeah. that was cool. Um, second of all, you know I'm a big fan of non-binary morality. Mm-hmm. Right. Non-binary morality is very important to me uh, in life and in, in entertainment. Uh, I want to see it all the time. They've done a great job of it. I think that Dan, Johnny, Peter is extremely gray. You just have you just don't know where to come down on this guy. Is he a good guy? Is he a bad guy? He's probably both or maybe neither. Right. The, he, he is good and bad. Same thing with Harold. Now we see same thing with Angela. Like it's it's great, but they, but they set it up here with Julian. Like we know he's the type of guy who buys medicine for his grandmother. He's the type of guy who helps mm-hmm. a girl with crutches onto a bus. Mm-hmm. But he's also the type of guy that gets that accepts money to go kill people. <laughs> I love that. It's so it great. He it's like, them a lot nobody, more. nobody is just good or just bad and i love that um and now we care about julian like i, I know I like they they it, they pulled this brilliant trick they made me care about him and then they showed me as a scumbag like <laughs> i love it because so, so now i care about him and now i'm glad that he didn't die right it's, uh-huh. it's, it's yeah it's i'm incredible. intrigued to see i i'm intrigued by the hitman now he's not just yeah. like a generic plot device i know like i, I, I love what it's gonna do next because i don't think he's done they should no, i don't know he lived so i'll tell you what he's a notable sense. character in tv time oh that's sick <laughs> great i, I love it i love it uh and then the third thing and this is maybe the most important thing is this is a theme of the series that nobody is just one person nobody is just what you see everybody has secrets everybody has good and bad in them uh and everybody is trying to do what they think is the right thing to do uh and i like i said they've done it with with dan already they've done it with harold already they've done it with angela now i it's it's so good. And, and it was all set up, really, by Zoe in that restaurant scene last episode, where she talks about people don't realize that they're, they're the villain. Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh, I mean, man. do you think Julian thinks he's the villain? I mean, no, he, he's, he's, he's buying no. medicine for his grandma and helping girls with crutches onto buses. Like, <laughs> he's clearly not a villain from the outside but you don't know everything it's so it's so good the series is awesome okay all right sorry i that that was a long time to talk about that opening scene but it was so good (laughs) it is a very good opening scene i do definitely agree with that and you're right it is very like better call Saul's in yeah (laughs) i didn't realize it but you're right it definitely is so get to the fbi and joe tells raymond that they probably have found dan kind of methodology by which they did basically that police stop that's what kind of did him in so Raymond and Harold, they chat a little bit. Um, he heard that he was going for Angela. Mm, you know, I don't really know if you should be doing that, right? I, I respect the questioning. It's fun, but you're digging around in something that's really hard to know. And you got to be careful. It bites. So just, just stay clear. And Joe yep. confirms the ID about two hours till the SWAT team arrives. And Raymond kind of gives a little tacit threat of, hey, listen, I might not know the entire story. But I might not be the only one who's looking. So I'm I'm in on this. 
Swat yeah. team's coming. We're going to get this guy. Yeah. He, he, the two things. First of all, he also says, uh, you still think that I'm the one you need to worry about. So yeah. there, there's some <laughs> sort of implicit threat there that <laughs> there's somebody more more worrisome than me. So, which I, I suppose by the end of the episode realizes for us himself. Mm-hmm. But um, the other thing I wanted to point out is I feel like two hours to get the SWAT team there is ridiculously long amount of time considering they knew this was the place they had to go. Well, yeah, but like they have their mandatory break. <laughs> yeah, you gotta factor that in. Okay. Traffic's really bad. No man, that traffic. Traffic's yeah. really bad. And I don't know. It's just not fun having to rush, you know. <laughs> uh, <laughs> anyway, anyway, I, fun. I don't anyway. wanna I don't wanna I don't wanna like criticize it for that. Like no, fine, whatever. whatever. They wanna fly. say two I mean, hours, fine. I mean, yeah, they because they, they could have just said like they could have said like an hour and expedite what happens in the it right. doesn't matter, like 30 minutes literally they yeah. could have said 30 minutes i would have bought what everything that happened yep. and... absolutely so that's fine uh get first flashback which we talked about you know yep. Fraz and uh johnny talking and the reveal of abby then we get the zoe and peter scene we talked about which is the after morning the eggs their discussion yep. the reveal the phone yep. call and it ends with zoe peter be gone by the time i come back and she goes to leave she mm-hmm. starts her car, but she hears some sort of noise and the dogs barking, right? Yeah. Uh, Dave and Carol. So she exits the car. Boy, Dave and Carol hole. are such a cool. They're such a, a cool. I don't. I don't want to call them because they're living things, but I, I don't want to call them a mechanism. But like the way they the use them in the the way they use them in the storytelling is just really cool. These dogs never bark. So when you they hear bark, the bark, they're like silent. Like, oh, they're like silent. I know yeah. they're like a silent, like assassin. They're just always yeah. quiet, super obedient. Yep. And then, like when they start bark, when they're getting there, it's like, oh no! Yep. I I wonder <laughs> if one of the dogs are gonna die. Well, one of them got chucked out the window in this episode. <laughs> I, I'm sure it didn't die, but yeah, yeah it, it it was rough. But, well, speaking of rough, she peers in to see Julian and Peter are fighting it out. Okay, they're they're yeah, the guns on the ground. Again, pretty good choreography. On this yes, like the fighting choreography is really good. They fight. It's not that long of a fight. I mean, Julian appears to be winning. But Zoe tips the hands in Peter's favor by letting the dogs in. And then Peter's able to get the upper hand and kill. Or not kill, actually, Julian. Just shoot him. Shoot right. Him. And, well, Zoe, now it's time to come with Peter. You got to come now. He can't let you go. Mm-hmm. No clue who he can trust now. That's the end of the scene. So it's the assumption of... Is she going to come with him willingly? Yeah. Or what happens? And that's kind of the whole question for the rest of the episode. I know I kind of chatted about that. I thought Zoe could die. You thought yep. she would go with him. I now actually think that she is alive and this is all kind of just bait. So I think yeah, you're I, right. I, I think she's alive as well. But, so, but, so. but yeah. It's, and But when that dog got thrown out the window, I, I, I cringed and i i don't usually you feel that much for animals i don't usually have a whole a big reaction to uh, to animal scenes that one got me that was like oh my god first of all how strong is this guy that he just chucks this dog out this window like this is a big dog just a big window out the window yeah a big window yeah but second of all like is the dog okay i need to know (laughs) show me the dogs (laughs) anyway well then we got the FBI scene we talked about with Angela and Harold mm-hmm. talking. We hear about Chip. 
and yep. what she's gathered about Raymond. We already talked about this scene. So, yeah. But hey, you get news. The UAV or the drone has, has spotted that a car is leaving the site. Okay, and it's a SWAT team seven minutes away. Kind of hard to see the, the car under the trees. Oh, no. And we get to see Peter. He gets out of his car, takes out a sniper rifle, and we get another flashback. Mm-hmm. Um, the hardest part, uh, this is a, a quote I almost said. The hardest part is to put a rigid mind to rest. I, I didn't write down the whole quote. I didn't end up right. using it. But we're, we're, Faraz is speaking to his wife about how hard it really is to gain trust as a leader yep. and to oust the soviets you know it's a difficult task but john's here to help right yes. but he's not so sure how much he can really help and they go back and forth about it but hey john can definitely do this 200 yards babies <laughs> uh, actually children my bad children yeah. not babies yeah. he can do a thousand yards yeah to get a that's, that's impressive if he can do it yeah which presumably he can. He seems like he's like Tom Clancy-esque. <laughs> <laughs> and, he definitely uh, fits that mold. And, and I think that's one of the... And, one of the that's few, fine. Yeah, I think it's one of the few criticisms that the series has gotten from critics is that it's kind of standard spy fare. I would argue it's not because... Of how like, deep the characters are. Yeah, because yeah. In, a, in a two and a half hour spy movie, like you're going to get, first of all, you're going to get like... 55 to 60 minutes of just action sequences mm-hmm. so you really only are going to get like another hour and a half of any kind of story uh and how much of that involves character development is a, a very questionable but in this case like you don't get a scene like we got with julian in a spy thriller movie you don't get mm-hmm. that scene no, you're you right. Sit, and the scene that's 12 minutes long in this episode is maybe three minutes long. Yeah, it in can a movie. Be 12 minutes long. Yeah. yeah. So, so th- I, I, that's why this this works so much better than any spy thriller movie that I've ever seen so far. I love it. And look, yeah, he's OP. He's definitely OP. But that's not <laughs> what the story's about, right? It's no. not about the fact that he's OP. It's, it's like the derivative yeah. of that, which is fine. Similar, yeah. similar to like the leftovers. Isn't about the depart i mean it is about yeah. the departure and the effects of it but you know it's not about mm-hmm. trying to figure it out per se right so, anyway in the present time now he shoots down the drone they lose visual on him and the fbi they have an emergency meeting raymond harold angela okay mm-hmm. angela is not desired by waters in this meeting by the way no yeah he's not <laughs> but he's just saying what it is now Bros is getting anything he wants he will be mad once he learns he gets away. And Harold is, is, you know, his mind's starting to, the gears are turning. He's, he's got some ideas, right? Well, actually, before, before I even get to that point, Raymond basically says, listen, you helped him escape the first time. I think he had something to do with the second time, which actually he didn't, it seems. But right. <laughs> whatever. Uh, now, Angela probably did, though. Potentially. Uh, I um, mean, I mean, she she basically... It said, you know, he doesn't, he's got to get out of there. You got to get out of there. Why are you still there? Oh, she yeah. Probably, well, we didn't hear what she said to him on the phone. She probably told him exactly how much time he had. That's true. Cause he was pretty, you know, anal about, I got, I got to be out of here. <laughs> yep. So, oh, yeah. He, Raymond is going to report Harold for this, right? You can't be helping this fugitive. But Harold yeah. points out the fact Faraz gets whatever he wants. Oh. Why are you telling me this? Why are you even here? You're so unimportant, yeah. Raymond. 
<laughs> I I think I think Faraz put you up to it. I think you're just kind of a puppeteer. And I also think the way Faraz is behaving, he wants Dan back alive. But why? You know, 30 years ago, I helped him escape with Abby, his wife. But why now? Why? why, why what, what's the... What's, Which is... Why I mean, that's a big now. deal that he says this to Waters at this mm-hmm. point. Yeah, so he's confronting Waters as to... Yeah. You know, what what does he want to do with Dan? Like what what what's Dan's involvement? Oh, he gets why he might dislike Dan. Why does he mm-hmm. want Dan alive after all this yeah. time? It's not just revenge; it's information that he wants. But Angela kind of bridges the gap between the two here. Like, listen, this is getting. She seems to start to react a bit, but she, she well, stops he, it. He he's like critic. Harold is like criticizing Abby. She's like he wanted. Yeah. She wanted better access to Walmart. And, yeah, I know. Like, <laughs> so. Uh, so Angela starts kind of getting, seeing things. She says she tells her boss, her mentor, stop, stop it. <laughs> yeah. It is getting nowhere. Dan's yeah. a true believer. He profiles as a true believer, right? He thinks he's always fighting on the right side, which kind of arcs back to the whole no one thinks they're a villain. Yeah, exactly. always said, right? It's always too complicated for us to try to summarize it. Let's let's do this instead. Can we get Faraz's questions ourselves? Right? And Raymond initially refuses, but mm-hmm. you know, get us the questions. So we can better figure out the answers. Yeah. And everyone can win. Yeah. All right. Fair. And then this meeting comes to an adjourn because the SWAT team enters the house. We see they've entered. They see some bullet holes and that everyone's gone. Even Julian. Dan, that was the yeah, surprising Dan, thing Dan, Zoe, me. and Julian. Yes. Yeah. So Raymond warns Harold. Yeah. If he keeps stopping him, he will dig up dirt and he'll get both of them. That being Harold. And oh, sorry. He warns Angela. He yeah. warned Angela that he'll get both of them if Harold keeps stopping him. And Harold does not seem at all elated to see the fact that uh, he's gone away. So, you know, what? I take it back. Their incentives are different. Like, Harold yeah. would like it if he got away and never got caught yeah. and just stayed quiet. And uh, but he would stop also like it if he, if was he died. Dead. Exactly. <laughs> Which is different I mean, incentives, I guess. So, I, I, th- I found it very interesting and very fun watching Harold in this scene because we know that he sent the hitman. He expects that when they get in there, he's they're going to find Dan dead. Yeah. And you can see the visible look of disappointment when uh, yeah. they find no one. He does not seem very elated. No. And yeah, Raymond's going to get that meeting with Faraz. So. Yeah, right, but he, we see, he does he does threaten Angela in the process though. <laughs> like, if you have any secrets, like you better tread lightly and yeah, watch out. Yeah. You'll get what you asked for. Yeah, we see Julian in a car shot. He has some sort of driver. We'll see if we learn anything else about him. But right. Julian, problem at the last of them. Meanwhile, Peter, Dave, Carol, they're driving. They park. Off-road somewhere in a, in a small little outing, like this little tree area. I don't know if you call it whatever. Park yeah. off-road. Yeah, we get our last flashback here, which is oh, before before you get to the flashback. I love the way they shot this scene because mm-hmm. you never get to see whether or not Zoe is in the passenger seat mm-hmm. until the very end, because the whole time you see him, you see him pulling off the side of the road, you see him getting out of the car, and they never show mm-hmm. the passenger seat until he gets out. And walks by the passenger seat, and you see that it's empty. And that empty exactly. seat tells you so much. It's really it cool. like, oh no, like what's, yeah. what's up with Zoe? Yep. We get the flashback with uh, Johnny helping Abby hang some clothes, doing laundry, 
we learn about Abby's past. John's here to help. She tells us about how she was seven, family. Her parents were going to be professors in Ohio. She was excited to move, but the coup in Afghanistan occurred, and that never really came to fruition. And the only real American interaction she had is with the CIA, who keeps trying to bend the war to their means. So the way she sees it, there are two types of Americans that she has to deal with, and she will not trust John and will assume he's the worst until she learns otherwise. The two types being, one, uh, they strive to be better, and there's no progress out of their reach. And two, they're a monster and basically ends justify whatever their means to, to get their end goals. And Machiavellian asks. So mm-hmm. that's the way she feels about John. To bookend the conversation, a cargo drop, a scene in the distance that John claims to be for sniper rifles. Yeah. Interesting. He's got very good eyesight. He does. You can see the sniper rifles in the box. <laughs> and I mean, the episode ends with Peter opening up the trunk, but that's it. We do. We don't tell. see. We don't see if she's alive or dead in there. We, we assume so. He's in there. I'm. Yeah. I'm planting my flag on alive. I think she's alive too, but I, I'm already on team dead, so I'll say dead. But I, I. It just seems like such a bait to me. I think there's even a chance that she is voluntarily in the trunk. That's also fair. Because I, I in think case he got caught. So in case he got like caught. Yeah. Denied, yeah. Exactly. Then it look. It looks like. He kidnapped her and she can get off the hook. Yeah, that's very fair. So, so yeah, uh, I, I I think she is alive. So, yeah, uh, another great episode. I did give it a nine. I'm going to keep it at a nine. Okay. Uh, I still liked it. It's still great. I love the series. It's great. I look forward it's to it immensely. Fantastic. I mean, we're almost halfway through it and yeah. it's been just stellar up to this point. It's been very stellar. It's been really good. So, mm-hmm. Sal, mm-hmm. let's check the time. Yes, sir. Oh, it is. Oh, could you believe it? It's uh, TV time. Uh, Ain't no time like a TV time. Oh, well, well. Oh, well, well. Well, what do you I, think the people gave this episode on a scale from uh, one to five? Five. I also think five. I have not checked this yet. But let's uh, let's see here. I'm checking it. And it looks like, yes, five, 70%. Nice. Seven. All right, 70%. Okay. Yeah. 70%. So then how about the characters here? Um, it's, not Muff, a, it's not a heavy Dan Chase episode. I mean, it, there's a lot of them in flashback. Oh, yeah, yeah. There's right. not a flashback like vote. You, you mm-hmm. can vote for Dan, but. That's true, true. So what do you think? What do you think about me? What do you think about the people? People definitely said Dan Chase. I agree. I, I think uh, you, the people said Dan as well. I you on the other hand are a little more complicated. I could see you saying like Harold. I, you could say I don't think he said Zoe. You definitely didn't say Zoe. I, you either said Harold or you said Angela. I think. I think because of the reveal for Angela, maybe you really said Julian. And then Julian doesn't get enough screen time, but he was tracking I, for it. <laughs> after the first scene he was on pace <laughs> no that's true no, listen. <laughs> the quality per Julian scene off the charts uh, it was another character I said per it was another series we did where I was like per qual- like it was, enjoyment- I think it was Mrs. Davis um, might have been Jay or it might have been um, Jay. I've talked about an older series too I'm trying to think about which one it was, it was always dark. I don't know but there's, there's definitely a metric of characters that yeah. don't show up very much but when they're there man <laughs> 
than Joe. It could Ozark. it could have been Sue from Ozark. Kevin Sue knows Eric. Yeah, yeah. She, she's Marty, definitely one of those was there sauce? High high impact characters <laughs> like that. So and Julian might be that, but he's too small screen time. I, I think he's an Angela simply because I think her reveal is what did it over the edge for you. Okay, well now I'm thinking maybe you said Angela too, but I had written down Harold, so I'll stick with that. I believe you said Harold. That have gone with your gut. I also put Angela. Oh well, all right. Well, I say also because I, I know you did Angela. I did do Angela. Yeah, yes. yeah, 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 yeah. That 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 <laughs> one was. I mean, it wasn't easy, but like when I when I went to to answer it, I thought, huh. Well, I don't. I'm not going to say Dan because most of Dan was in flashback. So I, I could agree. say Harold. But really, and I think about my favorite scene. The reason that scene is my favorite scene is because of Angela. That's then, exactly how I felt. <laughs> and then the big reveal. And then she has these two other great scenes. Like the one with the meeting with Harold and Waters. And the one with just Harold when she gets back from the bagels. So, yeah, I, I, th- I thought after giving it a little bit of thought, it was pretty easy for me to say Angela. That's exactly how I felt, too. I, I, at first, I was thinking between Harold and Angela. And then when I thought uh-huh. about it, I was like, well, wait a second. Harold's great scene that I like is with Angela, and what makes it so good is the dynamic that we've just learned with Angela. <laughs> yeah. And also, uh, what I was discounting the fact was because I was already considering all the other Angela facts with like Raymond and whatnot. Mm-hmm. And I was like, but wait a second, she's on the phone with Zoe. Oh, why yeah. am I discounting that? That was sick too. <laughs> yeah, I'm no. not. I'm kind of that's Emily. That's not Emily. I mean, it is, but that's Angela. <laughs> yeah, that's the same person. Yeah. Name's meaningless. So. She's such a good actor, too. Oh, my God. I love her so much. She's awesome. Anyway, so and the people did say, Dan, 77%. All right. This will be me serious. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Uh, but, you know, the, what's interesting between you and me is three episodes now. And the series, that seems like it was going to be just all Jeff Bridges. Three different characters in three episodes for me. Did you vote for Dan last week? I, I, I think I think I did Lamb. I think okay. I did Dan last week. Okay. Well for for me, three different episodes, three different character votes. That is impressive. I I did not think I would be in that situation with this series. After watching that first episode, I was like, okay, this is this is the Dan and Harold show. That's that's all it is. That's it. Yeah. It, it has I, I did say Dan the last okay. episode. It has very pleasantly surprised me. It definitely has. Like I said it, this year's is definitely pleasantly surprised. I know we already chatted about it in previous yeah. episodes, but it is just it it's not just a super action packed episode. It's got really good drama in it. It really doesn't have that much action. Like, no. Nowhere near as action- much as I thought it would have. I thought it would be so many more action sequences. Me that- too. That's one of the reasons why I didn't pick it originally, because I saw the first yeah. episode, I was like, Oh, that's a probably a little too action heavy for, for what we want to cover, but Man, I'm really glad you picked it because it it has really been right, not really that. And any action there I didn't has pick been, it. The critics picked it. Oh, uh, yeah, that's true. And any action there has been has been so well choreographed. It has. It's, like, it's been really good action. It's oh, not like yeah. I mean, I, I don't know if the listeners feel this way, but there's definitely like action sequences that go for too long. That go. Uh, I I definitely feel that way. I I feel uh, the way. I said season two or season three of Daredevil on Netflix. It's it's one of the early. It's one of the I, season premieres. I jumped off that in the middle of season two. I I'll never forget. I I went to go. Like, I hadn't seen it in a while, but I was like, you know, I, I did like it when I originally watched it. And I this was now a few years ago, and I was watching it, and it's a huge fight sequence. It is just him punching people <laughs> going through, and I'm like, man, it's not a good sign when yeah. I'm watching people fighting, and I'm so bored by it. I'm like, this is. And yeah. I just couldn't watch it anymore. I was like, ah. Yeah, no, the, 
I mean, some people I know are really into that stuff, but I think a lot of people yeah. they, they, they get bored of fight sequences if it's just the same fighting yeah. over and over again. Context matters. You got to build it a does. story, and it does. They're Context matters. That, so. Choreography matters. And mm-hmm. what and what I, one of the things I really love about the action in the series is that it is choreographed action. It's not special effects action. Yeah, that's, yeah, yeah. That's also very true. Pretty well yeah. choreographed. So, well, for nothing to sell. Uh, Anything else you really want to say? For oh, are you you're about to sign off, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, well me, I mean, let me, just, let me just leave the listeners with this: hmm. all struggles are uphill. That is why they call them struggles. See, I I forgot who said that. Was that Harold said that this episode? No, that was Faraz Hamzad. Oh, you're right. I don't yeah. even tell. <laughs> Yeah, see, John. See, oh, I would be terrible at this game. Say, I'm telling you, I saw this episode yesterday. Like, imagine if I saw it like, oh my god, I'm gonna be so bad at it. I'm so bad at remembering uh, quotes. We'll see. But listeners, you know what you can be better about? Making sure. You, well, actually, you don't have to be better about. It. I feel bad. I don't want to attack the listeners. <laughs> <laughs> listeners, you mean a lot to me. Come back next week. Check out the next episode of the Old Man. It's titled. What's that? I would be IV. That's right. Yeah. Roman numeral four. That's how they title them. Meanwhile, though, while while that's going on, we're doing Only Murders in the Building. Season three's dropped. That's airing, you know, we're doing that week to week. So catch up on it. I mean, watch it. It's a great series. That's actually got some Emmy nominations. I know I saw Martin Short. From from season two. Yeah, season, but I think only not it's it's got comedy. It, it's nominated as a comedy series, and it's got yeah. only I think Martin Short as a nominated uh, character. Nathan Lane got nominated as oh, uh, guest guest First, actor. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so so lead comedy actor Martin Short, and which isn't that funny? No, cause never mind. He and um Charlie Martin got it last year or were the, the, yeah. Year. Steve Steve Martin and, and Steve Martin, Martin Short Martin, both yeah. both got nominated. Yeah. It was Selena Gomez that didn't get nominated. Yeah. Like, uh, so so, so. <laughs> she, she wasn't the only one left out this time. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, well, we're covering that. Check that out. It's a great series. While you're at it, check out the backlot catalog. I mean, Chernobyl, we did. Mrs. Davis, give that a look over. We talked about Ozark and Better Call Saul. Give those all a look. And if you want to contact us, showuperspodcast at gmail.com. We read what you email us. We'll also reply back and by us. I mean, probably Mr. Sal, but if you reference me, I'll reply back to you. Don't worry about it. You know, I just want to point out there too, like it, it is hard to get it onto the show in a timely manner because I mean, we are recording this episode. What? Like a month before it this drops. Is, yeah, yeah, that is true. So it, it depends on what we're covering. It really does. Yeah. Like only merge in the building. If you, if you, if you get to us because that's happening live, we're covering it live. Get the get uh, emails into us. We will probably mention them on the next episode, but it yeah. probably won't happen with the old man unless it's like a few episodes down the. Well, not even even that. Yeah, not like, for the old man. By the time here, we'll break the fourth wall here. By yeah. the time you watch episode one, we will have been recorded episode six. So really, <laughs> also here I'll say this. Oh, actually, now if you're listening to no, this it's, part, it's, we've already finished. It's too yeah, late. We're done. I can't even. Yeah. We're done. Sorry, we're done with the series at this point. I should have talked about it episode one. Well, well maybe we may, if it's pertinent <laughs> to season two, we can. We already see the two information. Feel free to yeah. email us. At, um, but also, I mean, we'll, we'll if you have a comment to say about it. You know, we'll reply yeah. back. It's fine. So, or if you have any serious suggestions, anything you want to say, by all means, and share the podcast, five star reviews, subscribe. It helps us out. So, thank you for listening. And we'll be back next week with more of The Old Man.
Shoe hammer some show hoppers into your day.